With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Trigger warning, we do discuss eating disorders in the later part of this episode, so listen with care. All right, welcome back to Girls Next Level, guys. We're so excited. We have Bridget's sister, Anastasia, with us today. Yeah. (laughs) I I hadn't talked to Anastasia since the mansion days, but obviously you guys are in touch regularly. I know you go out to Boston to see her. Yeah. All the time, you're very close. And before we get into that, I wanted to talk a little bit about like kids at the mansion because your sister was like, I think 16 when she started coming to the mansion. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about like kids at the mansion, when it was appropriate, when it wasn't, kind of what the rules are, just because I think people have been curious about that. Yeah. When I moved in in 2001, I have had two kids who are probably like 10 or 11 around that age. Mm-hmm. And they lived with their mom in the house next door. And there was like a gate that connected the houses. And kind of his philosophy was like, oh, the gates open any time, kind of, so to speak. But really, they would come over on Tuesday nights for what he called family night, and they would, like, all watch a movie together. Right. And that was kind of the extent of it, like, when I moved in. And other than that, I only really saw kids at the mansion for, like, family-appropriate events, like Easter. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you would see somebody, like, Tina, the main girlfriend, had a daughter who lived at an apartment off campus um, who would come up maybe, I'd see her maybe, like, at a Fun in the Sun or, like, a buffet or Thanksgiving, something like that. But really, kids were like kind of kept separate. Like they weren't really up in the mix, which seemed appropriate. And then um, after I moved in, there was a whole cast of characters, like all the girlfriends who were there switched out to a whole new set. And a couple of the girlfriends had kids who were kind of around the same age as Hef's kids. I don't know exactly how old they were, like 10-ish. And then all of a sudden there's like more kids at the mansion. And it started to feel a little uncomfortable for me, like not to um, talk about anybody else's parenting or what I think they should have exposed their kids to or not. But for me, all I can talk about is like my feelings about it. I just felt kind of uncomfortable with it and uncomfortable being even a part of it. And let me be clear, like when I say I felt uncomfortable, it's not that I ever felt any kids were in like physical or sexual danger or anything like that. But I just felt like obviously there's a lot going on at the mansion that kids are going to pick up on because kids aren't fucking dumb. Yeah. How did you feel about it? Do you ever feel weird? Well, when I came in, there were girls with kids there. So, Oh, yeah. You came in a little after me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I thought that that was kind of weird because Mm -hmm. they lived at the mansion with them for the most part. Yeah. Like not just... I know you said Tina's daughter would come in, like just come for like Mm -hmm. an event here and there or a dinner or something. But these other kids lived maybe not full time at the mansion, but pretty close to it. Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable for me. And it's one of the facets of living there where, you know, I always say like people love to tell us you knew what you were getting into. But I say none of us knew exactly what we were getting into. And this is one example of that, of how even sometimes things would change after you get in there. And it's a situation where you just feel like you have no power or say. And when I moved in, I felt like it was a place where kids were only there when it was like family-friendly events. And it was seemed very appropriate. Like Tina didn't have her daughter over very often as far as I saw. But then after I'd been living there for a couple years, all of a sudden it's like the rules start to slack. And like a couple of the girls kind of moved their kids in. And I felt like... I don't feel comfortable with this. I was surprised that Hef was okay with it because they were pretty young. Really young. And very impressionable. But it seemed like it was okay and that he was fine with it. And we even did events where we included all of the kids on occasion. Yeah, like my birthday one year, we went to Disneyland. So like all the kids came. And Christmas lights and we would bring, yeah. we brought them for that one year. And so there were even like events that they would get included with and stuff. For me with my sister, when I wanted to bring my sister to the mansion, it was more of something that we had been doing for a long time, uh-huh. her staying with me for the summers. And it was 
a mental health issue of her not being alone Mm -hmm. 24-7 and having like a schedule and things to do and people around. And she was 16 and I felt like that that was older. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe I know you guys are probably going, oh, that's not old enough to be at the Playboy Mansion. And (laughs) I get that. But given her situation and given her maturity level and given our relationship and given what I knew about the mansion, I knew that as long as Hef was okay with it, that this was not going to be a problem. And one of the reasons I didn't really feel comfortable was one night we all came home from the clubs, we're all drunk, stumbling upstairs, and Hef's kids had like snuck over late into the night, and one of the kids of one of the girlfriends, they were like running through the halls and stuff, and I'm like, meanwhile, the music is blaring from Hef's room, we're all going in there, it's, I mean, kind of obvious what's going on, and I just didn't feel comfortable with that. Yeah, I can see that. Call me a prude. No, I totally <laughs> I totally get that 100%. I did feel like, though, that the mansion was, a lot of the times, very tame and kid-friendly and totally fine. Like I feel like the times where it was inappropriate to have kids around were very small. Yeah, but I felt like the line was getting crossed and that I was present for some of that time and I did not feel comfortable yeah it was one of those things where I felt like it was a bait and switch like this wasn't what I signed up for when I moved in I didn't think there were going to be 10 year olds running through the hall yeah and I know you already mentioned that but just to be really clear too because I know there's a lot of like um allegations and and things out there but during this time there was there was never on my mind that there was any kind of predatory behavior going on to minors oh no 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 I didn't think that either my concern was more like I just thought that it's obvious what's going on if the kids are running through the hallway as we're like coming home after the club and I'm like I I don't think that's appropriate and again it's whatever other people's parenting whatever they think is appropriate but I didn't feel comfortable being even present for that yeah it was just ew and then on another hand I feel like oh the 10 year olds probably didn't really think like I don't think at 10 years old I would have thought they were going what we were going in there to do like I think even my sister for the longest time just thought we were having like an after party in there like drinking and having snacks and I don't know I just I don't know (laughs) I just did not feel comfortable so when I heard I forget how I heard if Mary told me or what that you wanted your like 16 year old sister to move in I'm like what the fuck I was so anti I was like what is this place turning into? Like, why is it like a halfway house for kids? And obviously, like, I love Anastasia now, and I feel like she has a really good head on her shoulders, and she always handled herself really well, and was never around at any, like, weird, inappropriate times, just always kind of, like, stayed in the room or did her own thing. But at the time, I didn't know. I didn't know what she was like or anything, and I'm just like, what is this place? I just felt like And not only just kids, but I just felt like it was a never ending growth of like how many people were living there. And I was just like, this is not what I signed up for, guys. (laughs) I totally get those concerns. And I know we talked about it and everything. And I think I told you why I wanted my sister to come and why Mm -hmm. it had been a pattern in the past. And and it all worked out, but I think you definitely had concern, legitimate concerns. Yeah. (laughs) No, but for a good reason, you know, like it's the Playboy Mansion. Another reason I didn't think the mansion was so great for kids is just some of the stuff some of the other girlfriends would say. Like, for example, my sister was in town visiting L.A. like a few months after I moved into the mansion. And she came out to the club with us. And I think she came to look at Christmas lights with us on a different day. And my sister's like two and a half years younger than me. So at the time, she would have been 19 or 20. So an adult. But still, I was kind of embarrassed to have her around because some of the things some of the other girlfriends would say in front of her, I just felt like were really inappropriate, like things you just don't say in front of family. And some of it was like racist and homophobic. And I was like, I don't want anybody I know or anybody in my life around this. Yeah. Not that I had a lot of people in my life, but I was just like, okay, this is gross these girls need to go (laughs) yeah well for the record too there was people in my family and my parents Mm -hmm. too a little bit that were had hesitations too about Anastasia coming there like what is it like like what's going on like is this safe for her is it you know and I had to reassure everybody that it was that you know basically we had an apartment in the mansion (laughs) we had our own place in there and so yeah but we'll hear how Anastasia felt yeah absolutely I'm excited We have a very special guest today, one you guys have all been requesting. We have Bridget's sister, Anastasia. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
Anastasia, you have no idea how many people have requested to have you interviewed or have questions for you. So let's get right to it. I wanted to start out first by just kind of discussing our relationship prior to Playboy and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, I feel like people don't really know the whole story or anything like that. They just know that you're my sister. Wait, I thought she was your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anastasia, did you hear about that rumor when the Mean Girls were trying to start that rumor? Yeah, it was like, oh, that's funny. And like, I guess if she was real young and got started and we're a little <laughs> miffed about it yeah world news 12 year old births child yes. yeah. yeah i can see it on the national Enquirer now so you're actually my half sister we'll start with that it doesn't feel like you're a half sister so i did babysit you a lot when you were little and took care of you a lot when you were little because mom worked full-time and and jeff worked full-time so um there's a lot of big sistering I love to dress you up and I love to put makeup on you. I love to make you into like a skater chick or like different. I had different ideas. Oh, yeah. And then at some point I um, I leave and I get married and I have a house somewhere else. And um, you were home alone. Eddie like goes off and he's busy and you are home alone during the summers. And tell us about that. Yeah. So that's when we, I think, make the connection with our relationship. Um, just got really lonely. I mean, you're out in the middle of nowhere. There's nobody. I don't know. I guess I was like 12 or 13. I just started, I don't know, feeling sad. Like I just didn't like being alone. And it was like, well, what happens if I'm not here? Like, what if, what if I'm just not here? I don't think I even understood the concept of like death or suicide, but I didn't attempt anything. But I just was like, no one seems to care if I'm here or not. So might as well not be here and then i think i said something to my mom and she was like well maybe we should figure that out so here we go to the kid therapist but then we're like you know what nothing's going to change with the summers you're always going to be alone um we're just like well she can come help we have tons of stuff to do work (laughs) when were you first aware of that i i wanted to be part of playboy uh And, you know, I think that domestic life wasn't for you. And I think you were like, you know, let me try this. Like, I don't want to just settle down. I have this goal and I have always had a goal. I don't know when you decided that because you were pretty much like, skater girl it definitely i did i did not was not there for the transition from from like that <laughs> to i want to be hotty toddy and boy. <laughs> i'm not quite sure actually when that transition also was just like things i'm like i wasn't always skater girl i was totally doing pageants and modeling stuff and spokes modeling and and like uh beer advertisement stuff and like fast forward to you moving to la and then living in the apartment the first time you would have come to the apartment would have been like in 2002 sometime. And I tried to get you to come because I was invited to the mansion for Easter and I was allowed to bring like a little kid or something if you have one. And yeah. I was like, oh, maybe my sister can come with. And so- I called to try and get Anastasia to come and I'll let Anastasia tell a story from there. Oh, I was just really bummed because it got vetoed by, because mom was like, oh, that's exciting. I was like, yeah. I was like, I have no idea what she's talking about, but I would love to just go (laughs) to wherever she's talking, this place is. Um, And the dad had super conservative parents um, and were like, yeah, no, that would look bad for the whole family. Like, I was going to ruin my reputation. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, Papa and Nana, they absolutely were like, no to Bridget. When she went to that side, no one really understood I think until I started filming. Yeah. So you didn't get to come, but you did get to come for the summer and stay at my apartment with me. By then Mm -hmm. you're 15. So you just stayed at my apartment and then I would occasionally go over to the mansion for like fun in the sun or for dinner and a movie and like club nights or whatever. And you stayed at my apartment when I was gone. But for the most part during the day and and during the week and stuff, I was at the apartment with you. No, I had a great time. It was so fun. I was like, I was like a little mini adult. (laughs) So then the the next summer when you come back, um, I'm living at the mansion and I have to ask Hef if you could come and stay at the mansion with me. And you're 16. Yes. And when I was first talking about it, Holly was like, "Mm, no. I felt like this is just getting a weird, slippery slope. (laughs) Which obviously, once you were there, I loved having you there. But at the time, I'm like, wait, there's like another teenager? Like, what is happening? No, I definitely understand that. Like that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I stayed. I stayed away. Like, I think there was the knowing the rules. Like, okay, 
you're going to go have adult time. I'm staying in the room. We'll chat when you, you know about other things when you get back and go to bed. What did you think about the mansion when you first went there? That it was cool. I always loved history and old historic houses. So that was always neat. It's like a little Tudor mansion. I love Tudor mansions. I don't think I've ever had seen a house that big. And you got to see it from a unique perspective because like we would all go out and you would basically have the mansion. I mean, obviously there were still butlers there and, and a few security around or whatever, but you basically had the mansion to yourself. That's what I mean. I was like, it'd be like, you know what Tuesday night and I'm like I'd open the door and I'd be like there's like nobody (laughs) what about like the grotto or the gym or anything like that did you use any of those kind of facilities the tanning bed and stuff while we were gone I think yes once we got into a routine if I like I was feeling like I should go work out or like do the tanning um I don't think I ever did the grotto but I just did like the gym and that was fun because I could like turn the music on and like you know there's always like funds like the bongo board or whatever i forgot about the bongo board yeah so oh they had like the the spa the the sauna too so it was like then you could just go take a shower and it was just like it was just like you had your whole gym to yourself so it was cool yeah i did do that that was fun and what were your thoughts of hef uh nice and traditional and i was nervous obviously because i still didn't think i knew much about him but i just didn't want to like fuck it up, you know, like, I didn't want to be like, accidentally, like, hug him too hard, or slip and fall, or I like, <laughs> was watching those episodes where I was hugging him like this, like, air hugs almost. <laughs> Were you aware of the situation with the mean girls and that kind of stuff going on? Like the dynamics of the group? Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird to think about that time because it was a lot of it was going down while I was still at the apartment. And then when you got rid of the apartment, the night was fully transitioned to being there. But I think by that point, like they were already on their way out. So I'm living at the mansion. You're coming to stay for the summers and sometimes for some other little things too. Um, But you weren't allowed to come down to the parties, even though you were there for like midsummers and that kind of thing. But even though you weren't allowed, (laughs) I know at least one of the years... we were, you were like, I'm going to sneak down. And I was like, just don't let Hef see you. Like, cause we'll get in trouble. I don't think I was the inst- instigator of that. I think like some of the other girls and everything were like, come on. And let's just I think have Crystal her- really wanted you to go down there. And Stacy was encouraging it too. And you're like, I guess, <laughs> but she, she cannot be seen at a table. And then literally like an hour into it, I'm at the table talking to you and he just looks at me and he sits down and just keeps doing whatever he was doing and we're just like yeah he told me i saw don't don't think i didn't see your sister was there oh my god that's funny i mean he obviously said you couldn't go but i don't think that he was like so pissed that you were there either i think he expected that maybe you might sneak down at some point what were your thoughts when you heard we were going to start filming a tv show i was like i don't how's that gonna work but i didn't really understand the grasp it and then i was like and then i was of course just thinking what about how do i fit into all this because I'm going to probably just look like a weirdo hanging in the background because they clearly had the characters and they were building the show off of that. And I was like, so I just tried to be, just make yourself a fly on the wall, just be as you know, inconspicuous as possible. Well, the first summer that we started filming in 2005, no, you weren't there yet. Or at least when we were talking about filming and like trying to figure out what we were going to film, you weren't there yet. And then when I mentioned that my sister is going to be coming for the summer, I told Kevin that my sister's coming to say, he's like, how old is she? And I was like, 18. He was like, oh my God, she's so close to Kendra's age. Like he had this whole thing in his mind that you were going to come to the mansion and all of a sudden be like, BFFs with Kendra and he like just had this whole storyline in his head and he was so excited about it and he was like plotting all these scenes for you and Kendra tell me about that somebody or you passed it on I was like is she a person I would normally hang out with once I like saw her and met her I was like no I don't don't know what we would have done like she likes sports I hate sports she likes to go out I like to stay in it's like it's like that Taylor Swift song it's like I were she were And they kind of just kept pushing for it. Like, I don't even know. It wasn't you. It was whoever. Because I don't know. It was the producers. Like, the film producers that were there. And you were like, you can go. Like, you don't have to feel like you're going against me or anything like that. And I was like. (laughs) Yeah, the producers were always trying to push it. Like, uh, Anastasia, you should go hang out in Kendra's room. Why don't you go ask her about this or go that? Or like, why don't you go for a drive with Kendra? You guys could go for lunch or something. And it just never. That was never like the trajectory of things. But that's the thing with everyone. I think when they finally did find find like some playmates for her like they had us i think it was a struggle to try and set things up you know it was you know you guys did it all like 
just fine, but it was difficult with her. So like they didn't, you know, that's why it never worked out. <laughs> so we're filming and you were there from the beginning, but they just don't acknowledge you. You're like this like weird person that's just like kind of always around, but never identified <laughs> at first. I, I, but I also was fine with that. I, I purposely, like if they were filming, I would sidestep, you know, and not talk, you know, cause I was like, that's fine. What was it like watching this film, but not being a part of it? Did you like want to be a part of it? Or were you like, this is cool to watch or like, like, oh, God, I shouldn't have come this year. <laughs> it was cool to be there and see it happening. And I was like, this is like, this is what they do in Hollywood, right? Like, they set scenes up. You know, it's supposed to be real life reality TV, but it was anything but. And so that was interesting to see. But no, I was actually happy to not be considered. I was like, I'm cool not being involved in this. I don't want to do my makeup and I don't do my hair, clearly, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> and I was just fine with that. I was like, I don't want to stress about that. I wake up and I just go. So I was totally fine not being involved. One thing I can say about our show, though, is I know people say it wasn't really reality, but in a lot of ways it wasn't. But in a lot of ways it was like, I feel like it was legitimately our schedule and legitimately things that we were going to do. But maybe we had to like do it from one side of the door and then walk out and then come back in and do it from the other side of the door or like repeat scenes and things like that, which aren't reality. But I feel like a lot of it was based on reality a lot more than other reality shows, I think, are. Yeah. I have a couple of questions from some of the fans again. And um, this one's from Aurora. Hi, Anastasia. I always love seeing you on the show. Two questions. What would you do when it was club night? Oh, we kind of talked about this already. And the girls would go out. And what was your hobby as a teenager? And has it changed now? No, I would like dance around, have my own party, watch TV, take a shower, eat some dinner, talk to mom for like two hours. I passed a lot of time. <laughs> And then you'd come in. I always knew when you guys got home, you'd always like come in, like drop your stuff and then be like, all right, you're back. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that kind of leads into the next question. This is from Sarah Ann. Hi, Anastasia. I'm so curious about your time at the mansion. Also insanely jealous that you and Bridget got to spend summers together. I'm super close to my sister and it sounds like such an extended vacay. My question is for you during club nights and after, were you aware of what the girls had to do, their routine? Was it awkward at such a young age to kind of wait around for your sister to return? Yeah. If I thought about it, I think at first you didn't indulge about what was happening too much. Yeah. I think I just told you that there was like a, we did like an after party in the room. Right. And then I think like, as it became where I was staying there, you know, like that was like when I was at the apartment, like I had no idea. And then as I, a few more nights went by, it was kind of like, you're like, so like sitting me down, like, so, you know, just so things go on. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. But then sometimes when I was really bored, I'd be like poking around your scrapbooks and I'd pull out your scrapbooks and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh, there's everyone uh, in Hef's bed and naked and in the bathtub. I'm like, oh, so then then I understood, I think, a little bit more. Yeah, there's some <laughs> crazy shit in the pictures he's passing out. You uh, guys, yeah. there's a coyote sunbathing in my what? yard right now in the back. Oh and he's staring right at, I was staring at the window when I took a video and this picture and he's staring at me just like he's a dog who found a spot. Well, this Sarah Ann has another question for you. And she said, this one's very important because she's a foodie. What was your favorite mansion order? Ooh, I like this one. I mean, there's so many desserts and stuff, but like, I don't know. I can't get over that bean dip that you would... Mm. The freaking beans with the pita chips. There were a lot of questions about like what you do at the mansion all day. Like, what does she do? Like, she doesn't have the same schedule as everybody else. And I just want everyone to know, I mentioned this in our episode too, but I want everybody to know how busy that I kept you <laughs> and that you didn't have a lot of downtime. So the second we left, you were like, hooray, <laughs> because like I would get you up in the morning and we were like working out and then we had errands and fittings and salon appointments and going downtown to get crystals and all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff. And like we were constantly, we had shopping on Melrose. We got to get the car washed. We had like so many things and you were just dying. Got <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. And it starts off with the boot camp in the morning. And I'm like, okay, we'll scratch that off. That'd be great. Don't You're do a trooper because I could have never kept up with Barry's boot camp. And then when we were at the mansion, there wasn't downtime either because I was like, oh, let's scrapbook. Oh, here, you can help me rhinestone my shoes. <laughs> and what made me think of that, too, was there's this funny scene in the episode where you're like half asleep laying on the bed, but you've got like my shoe in your <laughs> in your lap and i was like oh she's falling asleep rhinestoning 
Yeah. And it's funny because I was like, they'll never put this in. And they're just, they're just wasting camera time. Like they're just filming things to like, I don't know, fill in gaps or whatever. So I was like, I'm just going to, you know, I don't even care. I'm just going to put my eyes back. That's like the one clip I always saw is like the previews are like coming up. I'm like, come on. Like the <laughs> one time that I'm like, they'll never use this, this footage. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, but who cares? It felt great. I was like, oh, she's not around. I'm just going to. It's always like, the footage you think they're not going to use. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, this is great. She looks like a lazy person. We're gonna include that. I was like, oh, okay. So Anastasia's sleeping on the job I gave her. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get my second wind. So the first time they like acknowledge you on the show is when we're getting ready to go to North Carolina. Then they have to like concede that. Oh, wait, her sister's here, by the way. <laughs> And we go get Winnie in Atlanta. How'd you feel about actually like getting mic'd and being part of the show now? Annoyed. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was just more things like, especially if you already were dressed and they had to like stick it down your bra and then you're all sweaty and they have to adjust it every once in a while. And you're like, can you just like, I just want to not be this. Yeah. Like it was fine waiting and have it done to you, but then it was, then I was included. And so things just always took longer, you know, no one likes getting mic'd out of all the shows I've worked on. I've noticed that even though it's kind of a small thing in the grand scheme of things, nobody really likes getting mic'd. And it's always kind of a thing that like makes people grumpy. I've noticed. Well, it also burns. Like it got really hot between my bra like my shoulder blades and I'm like, and it'd be sweaty and gross. Yeah. And every time they would adjust it, I'd feel like bad for them. Cause I'm like, okay, it's not exactly <laughs> nice and cool back there. And I'd be like, is it like time now to like bring this thing off? That just brought back another memory. And Holly, you can probably relate to this even more, but maybe Anastasia too. I just remember like doing like a really good scene and stuff. And then like the sound guy would be like looking all confused and be like, oh, Bridget, can you come here? I think I need to change the batteries in your mic. I think your batteries are dead. And then have <sighs> like, okay, can we do that again? Then I'm like, wait, we have to do again you're like you didn't get it no your batteries were dead yeah like stop it before it got to this point like yeah what's the boom for then yeah. so okay let's get to watching us shoot our pictorial what was that like for you was it awkward were you jealous were you bored were you happy for us was it all of those things none of those things mm-hmm. i don't remember being jealous um because i was like nah, i would rather keep my clothes on and just sit here and not do anything <laughs> that's my goal in life um <laughs> I was bored. I won't lie. You just need to start ordering some food, Anastasia. (laughs) I was ordering lots of like things from the butlers one night. And you're like, you know, they're not your personal butlers. And I was like, but I can't just go down there. So like, if I want ketchup, (laughs) oh, now I need some salt. Oh, I need a drink. I can't just like walk down. Like I could, but like, it's not, you know, like I'd be more in the way. But yeah, so it always felt like I'd never had control of the food situation. So no, it was long and lengthy. And I don't think I had like a good cell phone to do anything off. If I tried reading something, it was like I was falling asleep. And the only thing hanging around was probably a Playboy magazine, which of no interest to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think also like they show you looking like bored or jealous or things like that in the scenes and stuff. And I think, I feel like what people don't realize and what I tried to explain in the episode is that you're standing around for hours. You're watching hours of our hair getting blown out and our makeup getting done and then testing the lighting. And then we break for lunch, which that part you're probably happy about. And then (laughs) we got to test for lighting again and touch up the makeup and the hair. And then we start shooting and then it's like hours of shooting. And then every time we switch something, everything needs to be switched out. And it's really, really, really long days. And if you're not the model, it's very long and very boring with like really nothing to do i liked having you there though because then at the end of the day i had somebody to talk to but like how did it look what did you what what were people saying like what did it you know what'd you think like get like your perspective and if you heard any chatter behind the scenes kind of thing and like that kind of stuff so this is kind of a similar question but this is from a fan it's from heathers hi anastasia was it awkward watching the pictorial shoot or were you just happy that bridget was able to live out a dream of hers i mean you had to have known how much i wanted that yes no i was i was happy for you (laughs) i mean i guess what people need to know is i had no control over my own schedule i had no my schedule was not my schedule i had no control over what the day was going to be so i just tried to make things not so and i'm I mean, I've been diagnosed with like ADD and like being treated now, but I hadn't then. So like I couldn't focus for anything and like I wasn't a very motivated person. And so that's why you and mom are so crazy because you're such motivated people. You get up and you have a goal for the day. And I'm like, I'm cool. I I don't even understand what I'm doing on this planet. 
Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to like wait for something to happen. So it was just, you know, I just remember being tired, I just being tired a lot and thinking more about myself than you guys. <laughs> But if I did try and actually put myself and know how exciting this was for you guys, then yeah, but that can only last so long. After like 10 hours, you're kind of like over it. Did you have body image issues after watching a shoot? I mean, yeah, they're probably already there to begin with because I had never been around that many women before. And I was just like, wow. I mean, I started late into puberty. Like I didn't get my period till I was 18. Um, I didn't get boobs till after I started taking the birth control pill at 19. So I, I mean, yeah, I think it was more about that. I was like, always wish I had boobs because it wasn't something I ever thought of. Like I was pretty much just a tomboy for most of high school for the first part of high school. I think anything about like feeling fat or whatever came later. Like once I started the birth control pill and then that was my own personal, like, ugh, I can't, you know, comparing myself to other people, but initially it was just not being developed and everyone else was developed, but I had to tell myself, wait, everyone else is older than me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. So in the episode, I say that you call mom and you were upset. You were feeling frumpy and ugly. But uh, when I talk to you now, you said you don't really remember having those feelings at all. I mean, I feel like it could have been something that I, I mean, definitely frumpy. I don't know about the fat because I don't think I even, I was so like feeling not even a part of like that level of like attractiveness and fitness, even though we were working out. So I guess- it was more about just feeling like, like, I'm not like, I don't put makeup on. I don't do my hair, you know, like they show me and I look like, I'm like, there's nothing pretty about that face. Um, and I'm like, oh God. I was like, what am I doing? Cause they always show me. I'm just like, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. It's great. Right. Like, and my <laughs> cheeks were so chubby. But we're just- saying now embrace the chubby cheek. Like everybody wants the buccal oh, fat yeah. removal and we're like, stop. No, yeah. <laughs> you'll regret it when you're older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like now people are trying to put it back. And like, and now I've like lost most of that. It's funny. Like now I'm like, wow, where'd it go? <laughs> so it was like, just not knowing what to do with myself. Like I remember one time at high school, like this girl had to show me how to put mascara on and curl my eyelashes when I like asked her. So it was like the first time besides being with you that I was like in that world, like, so this is like something I can do and it'll look pretty. This next question is from Maggetti Ann. Hi, Anastasia. Can you tell us how staying at the mansion affected your self-esteem and self-image and either positively or negatively? I mean, it was both. It was It was nice to be amongst people who had kind of the, you know, bunch of women. We all could just discuss. Like, I remember the first time I was closing the bathroom door to take a shower, but it also blocked, like, Stacy and Crystal and you from using the toilet. <laughs> and, you know, it was just like, you, you just, like, came busting in. You're like, what are you doing? And I was like, like, I was fine with being naked in front of you, but I was like, you're like, no one cares about that. And then Crystal then comes, like, walking in and goes pee. I was like, <laughs> and then here comes Stacy. I was like, Okay. So this is a a thing. I mean, I was barely okay with being naked in front of you after like not having like been around you for a long time. And then all of a sudden I'm like, so cool. We just don't have privacy. Except (laughs) we close the door and lock it for pooping. But that's where we draw the line. I do have to say that your showers are very long. I don't know. I think I've streamlined it now. It's like 10, 15 minutes. (laughs) I'm like, she's going to be in there an hour. So you guys either have to hold it or we need to tell her she can't close the door. (laughs) lotion up afterwards i don't think i'm just like in the shower the whole time (laughs) but no it was good and then it was probably not good i mean i think the night when i finally became knowledgeable about my body and other people's bodies and and beauty to me it was also about the amount of beautiful women coming through and different personalities that were just so cool and seeing how everyone interacted with everybody and i'm just like i'm nothing like that and that made me sad and, and happy and jealous and, you know, trying to look in on myself. So that definitely was a bad time because I didn't know myself. So, yeah. okay, let's talk about your makeover for <laughs> Midsummers. What were your thoughts when we gave you the makeover? I know I brought this up to you the other night and you, t- well, you tell the story. Well, so I already knew you had given it away like two days before because you saw me saw me shaving and you're like, no. And I was like, what? <laughs> the girls are going to do a makeover. The show's going to throw for you. I was like, so shaving off limits. Well, because they're going <laughs> to take you to wax is one of the things I'm like, oh, and you're like, you can't like shave before you wax. Like that's you have to wait for it to grow out. I still have like my left leg. One of the sh- like the shins is up the side is like doesn't grow in the same. 
And Weird. So it was like the growth is behind because I didn't have anything when they did the shit, when they did the wax. But then, <laughs> yeah, anyways, random fact. But uh, mom had already given it away, like, I think probably a few days before that because I was so annoyed that I was like, you always kept me in the loop. But every, like, other night for, like, a month, you were, I'm going to be with Holly. I'm going to be down at the office or and I'm going to go talk to her, which was fine because, but then you'd come back and, like, we move on with our night or our day, but it was like consistently leaving for like an hour. And I'm like, the fuck is happening? I'm so annoyed. And I'm like, what the hell was happening? And then you come back and I'd ask you, I'm like, and you'd be like, Oh, nothing. I'm like, so is that important to go right now and then be gone for that long and then have nothing to say. Suspicious activity. Right. So I just got really lonely and I got annoyed and I was like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like what the hell's happening? Why can't I be involved? And I'm like, I just feel really like, I mean, I was really, really annoyed because I was always in your inner circle and it was just like, I don't get it. Like what's wrong? And mom's like, well, (laughs) I felt better after I was like, oh, that's it. I felt so bad. Great. I've been excommunicated. I don't even know what I did. Oh, no. You know what's funny about that is I feel that way when it comes around my birthday time. Like, all of a sudden, people are being suspicious, and I feel like they're, like, going off and doing errands together. Like, I want to go on that errand. Like, wait, you guys are all going to the mall? I want to go to the mall. Like, why why aren't I invited to the mall? Or you guys are going to go, like, and I start getting, like, all pouty and and feel left out around my birthday, and then it's all all for me. It's a surprise or whatever, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, well, now I kind of feel bad, but I felt so shitty leading up to this that I'd rather you just didn't do it, and I got to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't like my birthday, so like there wasn't like it was that. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was like, I guess this is just our new relationship. Was what I was thinking. I was like, but once we presented you with this makeover, were you excited? Were you nervous? Were you dreading it? Like, what was your feelings towards it? I was excited. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, I could definitely use it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was always, it was really cool to like have it for once, like the camera be on me and it, people thinking of me. And, you know, even though I typically don't like that, but it was cool. It was, it was nice because it wasn't just about, oh, now it's about me. It was like, I get to be kind of with you guys. Like I got to be kind of brought in and I got to get the hair done too. And, you know, so it was nice because I always felt like an outsider which was fine but it was not being like part of the friend group kind of thing like I always did feel like an outsider yeah that's the way I looked at it too I looked at it as like not that we needed to change you or anything like that but you sit there and watch us get hair done for hours and makeup done for all the parties and all the events and you're constantly going with me while I'm shopping for all these outfits for all these things that I have to do or parties I have to go to and you're just kind of tagging along for the ride it's never about you and so this was kind of a way to like make it about you one of the days like we're shopping for you we're getting your hair done we're getting your makeup get done this is like all about you and not to change you but to make you feel good and make it all about you for once however you wanted it to be like you had a say in what was happening too like if you didn't want to be tan you didn't have to be tan if you didn't want mm-hmm. hair extensions you didn't have to do hair extensions you know the waxing i could have done without i think that was the one <laughs> well i that was definitely the best wanted- scene, though. i know the scene is so funny i wanted i'm definitely going to get to that but before that we go to the spa first that was amazing. When I was rewatching all that, I was like, oh, I want to do, I want to be doing that right now. It was a little weird when they're like filming it and you're like half naked and you're like, okay, like, so it wasn't really relaxing, but it was still fun to be pampered, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of that, we were talking about it um, in our episode. Are you somebody, if you go to the spa, do you, um, are you nude at the spa or do you wear a swimsuit at the spa? I've never been to the spa except with you. Oh, so I don't know. And then Holly takes you to get waxed. And we were commenting about how amazing, how brave you were. Like you didn't even seem nervous at all. Like I would be shitting my pants if I were going to get waxed. Yeah, I don't know. I think I tried a few times at home just by myself, which is painful. Yeah, I mean, it was a little scary at first. Like just, okay, yeah, this is going to happen. But I mean, once I realized how painless it really was, I was like, oh yeah, because it's not that bad. I was just like, wish I had let the hair grow out a little bit more, had a little bit more knowledge of this happening so I could actually make this not like something I was going to have 10 years down the road. My legs, hairs like grows differently. <laughs> and now a day, and you know, I watched that episode. I'm like, Oh, now I probably would have done the Brazilian. doesn't matter. Everyone's looking. It just wouldn't have been nice. But I was like, no, nobody's looking. How's that my response? 
what was like i was like no actually everybody was gonna be looking because like you're coming down the stairs with like literally a thong on i was like i should have thought yeah people are looking yeah no i was like who was here because i don't think holly was in the in there with me like mm-hmm. i was like i need some some advice here <laughs> <She's done that. laughs> what did you think of the tanning lady i mean i'm sorry the waxing lady oh she was crazy and just like asking <laughs> like I just remember watching the episode last night going, like, how she asked me, have you met Hef? And I was like, of course. Like, this is a stupid question. Like, she was like, she knew I was like, I stayed there. They were filming. And then she's like, oh, have you met him? Like, and I was like, yeah. No, I think they told her to ask some things. I think they prepped her and like, oh, can you ask her this? Can you ask her that? Yeah. But I thought she was cool. I couldn't hear the end of it then from, like, Bridget about my granny underwear. I was like, you know what? I'm (laughs) proud. I wear granny underwear to this day. And they gave me no panty lines. I was like, I was going to be sensible and probably also didn't think that there was going to be a full butt slap in the end. I was like, wow, that's lovely. Okay. Yep. What if I had gone in with something like, I didn't owe anything. If I was going to do a thong or something, it would have been yours. Well, from Uh, a modesty perspective, though, it's probably the smarter choice since you're being filmed just to like cover up. But then Eric, the camera guy, was like, are you okay if I come in with your tanning? And I was like, sure. And they never even used that footage. But I was like, am I going to be okay? Like, that's the first time I was like, really like being filmed naked. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't, and I wish, Holly and I were saying, we wish that they would have left this scene in because you guys come back. First of all, I wasn't feeling well and I fell asleep on that like a seat, the window seat thing. Mm -hmm. And I had like a super bad migraine. And then they come in, busting in the room, flipping (laughs) on all the lights, trying to put a mic on me. Like we got to do this scene. And I'm like, wait, what, what, what? And then I look at you and you look like you are, like you just fell in a mud puddle. Like you look dirty and just, streaky and awful and i don't think i'd ever had a spray tan before so i wasn't like aware that this gets washed off tomorrow and i was just like (laughs) what the hell happened like this is terrible like this looks awful yeah i mean because like i would tan when you would tan but you'd be tanning all year and obviously when i went back home to northern california i wasn't tanning so to play catch up like for any like parties like i was like oh yeah gotta get the spray tan <laughs> it did look good once it was done it looked good but like at first it was like, definitely oh, orange though like in the pictures and even in the, the episode i'm like yep no it still looks orange so i have a yes. few questions here from you for friends holly la 11 oh wow hi anna what did you do with the fake boob cutlets that holly got you i thought that scene was so silly <laughs> i've used them I used them well <laughs> and a lot. And then they think they started falling apart. So I throw them oh, away. No. <laughs> but you um, didn't use them that night, I don't think. The night of Midsummer's. I used something. You did? I, I did not fill that bra out at all. No, I definitely used something. Oh, I thought I you didn't. Like, and I remember thinking, oh my God, they're just going to jiggle out because <laughs> I have like a gap now. But, you know, um, yeah, no, I was like, I got to do something. But then I definitely used them when I started like going out like just by my, myself, like after like the mansion, like on my own. Um, the next one is from Rachel Renee. Anastasia, I love the episodes you were on. No question that no questions that haven't already been asked, but the episode where you got the makeover and bikini wax, what was up with that wax technician? <laughs> the woman slapping your butt after the bikini wax? I always thought that was such an odd thing to do to someone. <laughs> <laughs> like they should have been on the other end of that filming my face. Cause I was like, I was like, we're not expecting that we were finishing. And then it was just like, she like, you know, pulled my underwear up on almost gave me a wedgie and then <laughs> did the slap. And I was like, I was not prepared. <laughs> so there, the idea of this makeover was for each of us to have like a part in it. And I can't like the show doesn't show Kendra taking part in it at all. And I was just curious if it was like edited out or do you remember what Kendra's part was or what happened with that? Cause they couldn't pin her down. Like it wasn't something she cared about enough, which is fine. I mean, I wouldn't have cared if I were her either. Um, and she was just not something that was going to fit into her day. Cause she didn't start her day till, you know, like three o'clock in the afternoon. So they also just could not figure a time out and like the all day, like tanning and waxing that Holly did. And then like spa thing with you. Those are things that, Kendra's no way she would have done. I think yeah. they probably tried, but they just 
couldn't convince her. So speaking of the hair extensions and the hair color and stuff, I think that was the most dramatic part of your whole makeover. Yeah. Until you (laughs) go home to Northern California and you have no one to help you take care of these things. And you're sitting in a bathtub trying to gently rinse, wash them with the soap that doesn't soap because they can't have anything too rough on those hair extensions. And you just wait for them to grow out and you just feel like, nasty. I, was I like, forgot oh, so about much- the special shampoo for those individual extensions. That it, like, brought back a memory. Never, ever cleaned your hair. Yeah, like, it was very, so like, clean. weird. And you could only wash your hair, like, once a week if you really wanted to keep them in good shape. And I'm just like, every time I wake up in the morning, it was just like this big tangle of hair that's not my hair. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I was, like, so ready. I was so happy to get them out. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. But you liked it when they were in. Yeah, I wish. So, okay, cut to Midsummer's Day now. They kind of kept you sequestered from us. I think they put got you ready in the game house. Did your hair make up out there? Yeah, and then we tried to hook to like we tried to meet up, and they were really scared. They were very Fort Knox, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Come on!" And you're like, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna sneak out, and I'm gonna sneak out." And I would like went to the back door, and they're like, "What are you doing?" We tried. Were you nervous to come and show us? Or are you excited? I was excited. You did the first reveal in our room. Then when they said I was going to go downstairs, I was like, oh. It looked so nerve-wracking. I would have (laughs) died. So they, I didn't, I don't even think that I realized that they were going to have you do this big reveal coming down the stairs. Like I kind of thought the room was it, but then the the camera, the crew was like, oh no, no, we're going to do like, you guys all have to go downstairs and wait Mm -hmm. for her. Like we're going to do this big reveal. I was like, what? (laughs) And then what did it mean to you to have mom there? I almost forgot that mom was there. I did um, too till I watched the episode. I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot mom was there. I think I was even more upset then that I couldn't get ready with you guys because mom's never was there. And I'm like, wait, so she got to be with you? Because that was the thing too, like you and mom are going to sneak down and like kind of hang out with me in the game house. So it wasn't just about seeing me. It was like passing the time because everyone was like ready and they were just doing final touches. But like we saw like it couple hours before like the party started because we and holly and i have talked about this on the show before getting ready before the parties was one of the funnest parts about living at the mansion that was the best part it'd be like such a memorable like experience because we'd like jack the ac up because it get really hot and there were all like hair dryers and everything like that and then we'd forget to turn it down and you'd go (laughs) in like half drunk to go to the bathroom for the millionth time and every time you went in there it was like (laughs) it's like the freezer (laughs) <laughs> that's funny because somebody did ask us about the thermostats and I thought, you know what? I don't really ever remember touching it. But then when you just said that, like, I do remember that we had to turn it all the way down on a, like getting ready in the room day because of all the people and the hot, the hair dryers and all that stuff. It was just so much. Yeah. So how was the party? Good. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was my second one. So it was nice to finally be, you know, a part of it and <laughs> not hiding <laughs> around the outskirts. Yeah. Um, it was a blur. I don't think I remember. I'm not even quite sure. I mean, I know I definitely drank, but I don't I don't remember really specifics. I just had a great time. Like yeah. I always did. You know, then you have a little one too many and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm still like learning my limit. Okay, I'm not sure how to say this name, but I think it's Chlose. It's C-H-L-O-T-H-E-S. So excited to see Anastasia on soon. As much fun as it probably was, what was your least favorite part about being at the mansion? Was it ever a little intimidating being there as a teen? Definitely. I think the worst part was following your schedule. There was a lot of times where I just decided not to go down to dinner in a movie. I was like, it's just too much. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, done. Um, I remember seeing the... (laughs) Archie, the dog in in the episode. And I looked over at my husband. I was like, oh, Archie. Yeah, you'd be having a nice piece of cake. And all of a sudden, he just let one go. And you're like, (laughs) oh, my God. (laughs) So stinky. And it would just sit there and hover in that room. Like It did hover. Like, it did. It was, like, heavy. Somebody commented on one of my Instagram reels. It's a guy named Evan who used to be a butler at the mansion. And he wrote, justice for Archie. And I go, wait what happened and he didn't answer me but i think he's maybe talking about how we talked about archie farting all the time (laughs) okay this is sally pa anastasia did you ever aspire to be like bridget to model or be a part of playboy no but i did try because i felt like why not when i was 19 um and i finally got the boobs from the birth control mom and i went and i tested didn't make it (laughs) 
<laughs> but I feel like it was like I had the hair, I think I still had the hair extensions. I still had like I was still tan. So I still had that like opportunity, right? Like I was coming still from the makeover. So I was like, if I'm going to do it in my lifetime, I'm going to do it now. And it was more again about like, it'd be cool to be a part of that world. Like it wasn't my dream, but like I've, it's like a family and it's like a fraternity, a sorority. So it was like, again, I wanted to like make it like official. I'm like, how cool would it be if I like came back and on my own terms, like, and it was, you know, like official like that, that of course didn't happen. So I was like, that's probably for the best. The next question is from Just Joy. Please ask your sister how she feels looking back at spending her teen years at the mansion. And what did her friends think when she went back home for, to school? Unbelievable. They, I mean, I didn't have a lot of friends, but people that knew me were like, I wore <laughs> my short like crop top with my belly button ring showing to school. And I was like, like, I totally changed everything about myself. <laughs> like I did the makeover. And then senior year came, I came back down to earth, cut my hair, did a pixie and went goth. So, um, <laughs> went, this is a different way. I was like, screw that playboy thing. I'm going to do this. What was it like having to explain that your sister was a girlfriend? Did you generally enjoy telling the story or did you want to keep it private? I don't think I like came out with it at any time, but when the people that did know me back home, like let out that I had been somewhere and they're like, Oh my God, that is so cool. Your sister does what? And then people <laughs> that were watching, like when the show came out, that's really when I was like more popular. Um, um, how did your time at the mansion impact your dating? Um, I was definitely a slow bloomer, so I don't think it impacted it at all. It opened my eyes to like the different types of guys that are out there and what I might like. What beauty or self-care tips did you pick up that you practiced? Uh, Crystal teaching me how to do makeup. That's the one thing. What are you up to now? And what was it like for you at the mansion as a sister? Fun. I mean, once people like knew who I was, like, especially after like during the UCLA times when I'd come after a class or whatever, and I could just show up at the back gate and like walk mm -hmm. on and be like, oh, yeah, it's Anastasia. Your sister's doing da da da. It was like, mm -hmm. it was cool, you know? Um, but it was nerve wracking it initially when I wasn't sure of, of like your place in the lineup of people and girls and but yeah once we settled in and it was like yeah and what are you up to now uh working uh veterinary technician in boston and yeah i really love it and you're married i'm married and you guys have been together forever like you guys he was he's been to the mansion yes just joy asked were you ever on holly's world or bridget's sexiest beaches no, I don't think so, right? Not on Holly's World. I don't know about yeah. beaches. Uh, no, the beaches was completely... I was definitely... I remember you being gone and you were leaving the mansion and I had to pack you up while I was still going... While I was going to UCLA and living at the dorm. And so that was always fun. Like the twins would poke their head in every once in a while. And I'm like, I'm still here. Still here oh, packing. It's no. not your room yet. Bye. Oh, they were like, dying for that room. Yeah. I'd just be like, I'm just taking my time. <laughs> I'd be like so annoyed. I'd be like, listen, interlopers with their little meaty paws off the doorknob. Why wasn't anybody trying to move into room two? Well, because it smelled like piss. Because Kendra's dogs ruined it. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about that. This, and they scratched all the carpet away from the door, too. And then there's one last question. This is from Nikki Tana. She said, did Anastasia feel that living at the mansion gave her body dysmorphia? It would for me. Yeah. I mean, I did the, you know, anorexia. I did the binge, the purging, whatever, but not till afterwards. And I think that, I think that it was less about the mansion than it was like my own personal situation. You know, I was trying to look good for a guy. And, you know, when you're at the mansion, you just have a little bit more, you have a lot of access to food and you have definitely a little bit more easy time to live in that world. Like, you know, a lot of girls were doing it. And so it's kind of normal, but like trying to take that back home and like, <laughs> you know, I'm not a quiet vomiter. Um, so like that just didn't really work out that well. Yeah. A lot of, I'm pretty sure I gave myself a hernia, umbilical hernia, a lot of bloodshot eyes. Oh yeah. No, like the girls that did do it. I'm like, how the fuck do you do this? I'm and sorry like, to hear about that. I had no idea this was going on. Like I knew one person had, had that, but yeah. I didn't so, know it was so common. Bridget was not doing it. And I think you even caught me one time. Like I didn't flush the toilet twice or something was the giveaway. And there was like stuff still in there. I was like, I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah. I totally I caught you. That I, yeah. I just didn't realize that I, you know, I also didn't really, I wanted to eat, but I, 
I knew if I ate, I couldn't keep up with like the new body type that I had been liking. So that's like, okay, well, I'm going to have to eat because I'm hungry, but, and food tastes good. Like it was just like weird, but I didn't really, like, I don't have that now. Back then it was like do or die. Like I can't let myself get a cellulite. I can't myself get, you know, a stomach. Like you're in that world. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think the only things we didn't ask are the questions that I prepped you for beforehand is, uh, what was your favorite experience at the mansion? What was your craziest experience or weirdest experience at the mansion? And what was your least favorite experience at the mansion? Um, yeah, like met a famous person who didn't know who I was. We hit it off right away. I thought I could leave because I was super drunk. So he's like, you can you want to go back to his, to my hotel, which wasn't like that. It was, he was having like another party with like all his friends. Um, so we got in a limo. I'm like barely remembering part of any of that story. We kissed. And then I remember like sitting in the hotel room and there's like one of the butlers was in part of that party and was like, they're looking for her. She needs to go back. Oh no. Like, um, they're like, yeah, they're looking at like rocks for her. So like, we got to get her back. She told nobody. And I was like, well, cause I knew if I told people, they'd probably say no. So that was the craziest. And that initially was the funnest. And I really loved wearing, I was also really skinny and I could fit into that like silver dress that you are wearing in the opening of the girls next door. The worst, and it trumps all of the fun and the crazy part of it was waking up in the guest house and mom calling me and I'm so hungover. And she's like, do you know why you're there? Bridget is very, very upset with you and disappointed in you. And I just like, oh no, so upset with you. She doesn't want to see you. She doesn't want to talk to you. Um, Banished. You let everyone down. Like I had, like everyone was like, scared that you were kidnapped or something something happened to you on their watch and like trying you know she's obviously trying to get me to understand the importance of what i had done i mean obviously i was like crying and i was like i'm so sorry i'm not gonna like apologize to people and but how am i even gonna like get even like back i was calling on the the landline because i didn't (laughs) you had my cell phone and you held it like all day like you finally threw it back to me when he kept texting you're like just text him back and i was like oh and i was so at that point over the whole thing i was like i don't want to want to talk to him again seriously bridget i'm so sorry and you're like you do what you want to (laughs) do i was like my like literally i was sleeping on the floor when I went back to your room <laughs> that night, didn't even climb back into the bed. Well, okay, here's my version of it. So it's a party. Everybody's having fun. Anastasia's like doing her own thing, whatever. I'm not like super on top of all of that. Like she can, she's, we're in a safe environment in this mansion and security's not going to let anything happen to her. I'm confident of that. And then um, night's over and it's late. It's like three in the morning or something like that. We all come back to my room and it's like, where's Anastasia? And they're like, oh, there's like Crystal and Stacy and stuff in my room and stuff. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. everybody's like, and I'm like, no, like where the fuck is Anastasia? And then, and then it's like, Crystal's like, well, um, like, I don't know. I think she met somebody like, and I'm like, no, like seriously, what the fuck is happening right here? I'm like, did she leave? Did she leave the property? She's like, well, I, thought, I didn't, I didn't see her like get in the car or anything, but like, I, there was like talk of, and I'm like, then I'm on the phone with security. Did my sister leave the property? Did my sister leave the fucking property? And they're like, we don't have her off the property. And I'm like, well, I can't find her. So everybody's looking, all the butlers, everybody that's still up is looking. Uh, security is looking. Everybody's calling people. Um, that butler that you were talking about that was at the after party with you, he was no longer working the party, but they still called him and were like, hey, have you seen Anastasia? She's missing off the property. And then that's when he was like, oh shit, you guys, there's a problem. Like Bridget's freaking out. I, I called my parents at three in the morning and I was like, your daughter's gone. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but she is gone. Like she's not on the property. She didn't tell me she was going anywhere. Like, I'm not going to sit around and wait to tell you. I know you need to know right away. So I'm going to tell you right now she's missing. And then I start getting text messages from the person that you're with saying, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's me. It's fine. And I'm like, no, it's not cool. It's not cool. I'm like, it's not cool that it's not cool. So like, you need to get her back here like yesterday. 
like now. And then they did. And then security was like, I have your sister at the gate. I'm like, she can sleep in the guest house or whatever's open. I don't even care <laughs> if it's the game house, like whatever. I don't want to see her. I don't want to see her. Like, I'm so pissed right now. And like, everybody's involved in this. I think even Hef got cued in on it. And I'm like, this is just so embarrassing. And I just can't right now. What party yeah. was this? What year? New Year's of like 2006. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was your craziest time. That happened later though. And we have so much more to talk to you about, uh, because that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Like when you, when we first started filming, you're in so many more episodes. We have your 21st birthday. That's three years down oh, the road. Oh, <laughs> like we just have memories. So much more to talk about, but obviously we'll have to have you back on because this is like a record long show and, um, <laughs> there's just so much, but we hope you'll come back on and tell us more stories about how things went after this point we love that <laughs> awesome thanks anastasia thank you so much anastasia we need to like do a madonna in reunion all right bye, bye. Thank, thank you, you. For more content, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash girlsnextlevel.